You're tuning in and turning on to the Inside Game with Mitch Newman. A chance to dig in and dig deep and how to move from all or nothing results, even sporadic results, to sustainable lifetime results in every aspect of your personal and professional life. Truth be told, none of us escape stuff. And what would it be like to effectively weather any season or storm that comes your way with determination, dignity, with grace, and gratitude? Knowing the truth of who you are will always carry you well across the finish line. So if you're ready to match your insides with your outsides, let's jump in. We had a uh, a large buildup in the past week of December leading into the new year where it was like a culmination of a series of different uh, avenues coming at me at the same time, all really revolved around this idea of truth. What is truth? What's not truth? <laughs> what is my truth? Have I been speaking my truth? So I had a, I had a chance to download all of it with uh, my coach, kind of a year-end closeout session. And it was just a chance to kind of let it all out. Allow it to, to breathe because I realized that I'd been holding on to it very, very tightly. And in the process of holding on to it very, very tightly, I was less of an observer and more of a judge. And that's a danger sign for me, <laughs> or I should say a heightened awareness sign that I need to process this and see where the dots connect. Because I'd realize it's just been happening in every aspect of my life. My business, understanding what is truth, what isn't truth, what have I allowed, what have I given permission to, what have I chosen to look the other way on, where are the places that I've rationalized perhaps my own behavior, both personally and professionally, to achieve an accomplishment or achieve in a goal uh, in a way that, that may or may not have been. This is the question, may or may not have been in the highest good. Where was the line potentially crossed between the need to speak my truth, to know the truth, and the righteousness and the ego that can be attached to it when I feel from time to time or experience from time to time that there's something that I need to say. I'm always very, very careful because I don't just blurt it out. I used to blurt it out all the time. But now I was able to just kind of take a breath, say, okay, there's a theme going on here, Mitch. You're surrounded by either your experience of people not telling the truth, not living their truth, not experiencing truth in a really powerful way and when i'm surrounded by something like that i immediately go to okay thank you universe where in my own life am i not in my truth wrote something this morning that i shared in a post to one of my quotes it says i'm starting an intermittent forgiveness program where i get all of my judgments done in just a few hours and then spend the rest of the day loving on myself and others. 
I'm down a shit ton of righteousness and I can fit into my truth again. (sighs) I even sigh just saying that. So I was surrounded by it. So I had this long, intense conversation. And I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, but this has happened to me at different points in my life where sometimes I have a delayed reaction to an experience where somebody will say something or somebody will do something and it doesn't register. It doesn't register as a truth. It doesn't register as anything. just doesn't even really register. Like I heard it, experienced it, but it doesn't really register in my body. And then all of a sudden a day will go by or two days will go by. And all of a sudden I'll think about it and I'll go, oh my God, that, that's not okay. That's not, that's not okay. <laughs> and then there's this, this compelling voice in my head that says, you need to, you need to set the record straight. You need to call this person up. You need to, you know, get on the wagon there and take care of business. Don't let people talk to you like that. And I've had those situations happen. I know a lot of people have shared that they have had it. Perhaps you've had it. I don't know. But here's the thing that I find that's so common about it in the process is, is that sometimes I will catch myself having the conversation without actually having the conversation. Like it's, I'm, I'm playing it out as a movie in my head. And I don't even realize I'm doing it as I'm doing it. It's only as I start to go through the process and get towards the end of it that I realize, oh, my God. Like, I'm in fight or flight. I'm anxious. I'm shallow breathing. I am full of righteousness. And I am actually having this conversation with this person and setting the record straight. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I start judging myself. You know, why didn't you say this? When it happened, what is wrong with you? How can you let somebody get away with this? Start going through all that stuff. And I was sharing this with my, with, with my coach, and my coach said, okay, well, that's speaking the truth. I said, well, yeah, it's like where does, it, where does the line get drawn between the need to speak my truth and where it becomes more ego? Where is it where I'm, I'm really I'm yielding my source? The truth is a source of power, or I'm wielding it as a sort of power? where I'm determined to be right. I'm determined to make a point. I'm determined to be heard. And my coach said to me, well, what would you say that? Like you just told me the conversation that you would have with this person. Would you really say that? And I go, no, I'll run it once or twice privately, but then I catch myself and then I calm myself down and I get back into my body and I go, and she said, well, then what is the truth? And suddenly I shared the truth of what it was about for me, about what was important to me. I talked in I statements, no, no you statements involved. There was no finger pointing. There was no blaming. There was full ownership and responsibility. And there was a realization that all that was really was missing in many ways were boundaries. That I had compromised on some level at different points in time what was really truthful to me, what was really most important to me. 
And I started to see it more clearly because I started to see other people in similar situations that I, that I know. And um, well, I'm thinking to myself, why didn't they say anything? And that's happening in my head while they're telling me and rationalizing why they didn't. Literally creating a story that fit the narrative so that they didn't have to look at it and say, you know what, that's not okay. And what I realized is it's just a clear and utter absence of boundaries. The unwillingness to say what's okay and what's not okay. What I'm willing to do, what I'm not willing to do. What's a pliable boundary, what's bendable, what's adjustable, depending upon the situation or circumstances, and what's a firm boundary. And then being able to deliver them in a way that doesn't sound like unto itself righteousness. Unto itself doesn't sound like anger. Doesn't sound like I'm pounding my chest, demanding to be heard. Not coming from a place of victim or a place of, of old wounds and the fear of them being reactivated. But come to them and say, say you know what? This is, this is what I'm willing to do. I love and appreciate the opportunity. Here's what I'm willing to do. And if this isn't going to work out that way, that's fine. Just understand that I'm not prepared to move forward. Very, very different than you language and pointing fingers and calling people out on their stuff. Very, very different. You know, sometimes the, 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 the best way to share your truth is to say nothing. It's to just know in your heart of hearts what's okay. To allow somebody the dignity of their experience, even though you can't even understand it, you can't even relate to it. It doesn't make any sense to you. Why the need to call foul? Why the need to call bullshit? When I'm in that place, I know that's my ego operating. That's my ego wanting to step up and step in and lay down the law. And I don't enjoy that part of myself. I'm aware when it, when it occurs. I'm aware when it's brewing inside of me. And I understand where it comes from. But I think the greatest thing that I've ever, the greatest gift I think that I've ever given myself is that I had the opportunity to pause and take a breath and simply to observe myself and others. To be able to think before I maybe say something, to think before maybe I take some action. To allow the fact that what is occurring in the universe is simply reflecting back to me something that is either crying for greater healing or revealing the healing that's taken place. That it's all projection. So when all of a sudden I'm surrounded by things everywhere in my life, personally and professionally, I mean everywhere coming at me, boom, 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 and they're all related to what is the truth. What is the truth? And the stories are so fascinating. It's so easy to want to get caught up in the stories and get on phone calls with people and tell the stories and have your position and, you know, pretend that it doesn't bother you and it really does bother you. But it was, you know, at the same time, it was like, no, 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 no. Like, there's a reason all of this is flooding at me. There's a reason all this is coming to me. 
It's, it's, it's indicating to me that there's an opportunity for growth and healing. Because I, why? Because I'm in a reactive mode because I'm thinking about the conversation I would have with the person. I'm imagining myself having the conversation with the person. I'm playing it out like it's a movie in my head. My hands are getting clammy and I feel my, my breath becomes shallow and I'm anxious and I'm feeling this tingling across my chest into my arms and shoulders. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy, Mitchie boy. What's going on? To be able to take a breath, to be able to take a pause, to be able to consider what is up for me. What's up for healing? It doesn't excuse necessarily behavior that doesn't work or that may be downright inappropriate. It may be inexcusable, it may be inconsiderate, it may lack compassion, empathy, it may be ego driven. That doesn't mean that I'm giving it permission. I'm just willing to say, you know what? I don't need to react to that. I really don't. Because my reaction, your reaction to someone is going to create a reaction in the other person. Now you're in the right or wrong business because the person gets defensive and they come at you. And it's a lot of you language back and forth. and and. So you, you think you were making a point, but you were really just creating more conflict. And really, in essence, what you're doing is you're distracting yourself from the most important thing, which is what's going on for me? Because if you get into an argument with somebody because you've had to speak your truth and they didn't like what you had to say and they had to speak their truth and you didn't like what they had to say, and now you're into this battle back and forth, you're into this fighting, this war, this is low energy frequency. And then you can get on the phone and you can call somebody up. You're not going to believe what just happened. You're not going to believe what he or she said to me. Get caught up in all of that stuff. And all you're doing is furthering yourself in that place of righteousness, which is really ultimately a place of victimhood. You're trying to defend the part of you that feels victimized. When what is really the truth? What is really the truth? The truth is that I had not set up healthy boundaries, that on certain levels, perhaps I compromised parts of my integrity. I tried to justify certain things in a certain way to allow for other things to come through. There may be some judgments there around that. And the opportunity on the inside game is to, is to do that deeper level of forgiveness work to forgive myself for those judgments, to forgive myself for those that need to have to be right, to need to have to make a point. And just allow somebody else the dignity of their own experience. They're going to get what they're going to get when they're ready to get it. And maybe they will and maybe they won't. And it's not my job. They didn't come to me and say, hey, here's what's going on for me. Could you give me some feedback? No. They're not necessarily seeing it. Their own behavior is appropriate or not appropriate. They're simply just acting in accordance with their own belief systems, their own fears, doubts, and insecurities, their own misunderstanding or misinterpretation of truth, perhaps. 
We've all been there. We all go there from time to time. The key is, is we catch ourselves. The key is we observe ourselves. And the key is we realize, is it really necessary for me to have to say anything at all to this person? Or can I simply say thank you out loud in my head to them without them listening, (laughs) without them having to be on the receiving end, just to realize that, oh my God, you're part of this intricate puzzle of places in my life, these different places in my spaces in my life where truth has been called into question. And if truth is being called into question, then what is my truth? What is it that I have been unwilling to speak up about? What is it that I have looked the other way on? It's knowing that something wasn't okay and didn't say anything. Eh, I don't want to deal with it. Eh, I don't want to bother with it. It's taking that time. Using everything for my growth and upliftment. Use everything for your growth and upliftment. And as soon as you catch yourself, as I've caught myself countless times and will continue, hopefully not countless times, but from time to time, catching myself in a story where I'm suddenly right and the other person is wrong. Ah, the sword of righteousness. So I'll get hit. I'll get hit bombarded from all over. It won't just be in one area. Really, very rarely happens. Because a lot of times we're not necessarily paying attention in one particular area. You see somebody on the news who's being elected to Congress who apparently (laughs) very loose with what is truth. And all of a sudden, boom, it's out there. And you're like, oh my God, how is that even possible? How do we even allow that? I mean, you easily get ramped up in the story. And I want to call up my buddy who we, you know, talk politics from time to time about all the different things and aspects that are going on. And I catch myself, no, I don't want to call. I don't want to talk about it. Why? Because I see that and I see what's happening over here and I see what's happening in my business and I see what's happening in my family. I see all these avenues and these aspects of where the truth isn't necessarily being told and it's crying to reveal itself. And it becomes my work. Not having to call anybody on anything, it becomes my work. And then from there, it becomes setting a level of boundary of what is okay, of what isn't okay. And clearing that space to live more truthfully. To be able to fit back into my truth. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. So if you enjoy this episode and like what you're hearing, I would appreciate you subscribing to this podcast and consider sharing this as well with a friend who may have an interest in fine-tuning their own inside game. Any comments, reviews, suggestions, all are welcomed and appreciated. Tagging me in your stories is also a great way to pass the word and provide me with additional confirmation that the content is landing, at least somewhere. (laughs) And if I'm missing the mark, don't hold back. I want to hear that too. So until next time, don't hesitate to dig in, go deep, and find your magic.